Start all over again. Hey, good morning, Laura. I'm pretending we haven't been on the phone for five minutes talking about stuff. How are you? Good, good morning. It concerns me, right? So when you said, what do you want to talk about? I'll say this slowly so you can pull notes up unless you don't have it and let maybe you've got it memorized. The medical billing. So many people have been uh, uh, taking the opportunity because they're not working or, you know, whatever, to get doctor's appointments in. And uh, uh, it concerns me that uh, Consumer Protection is getting reports of incorrect medical billing. How does that work? Well, here's how it works. We, um, we as, as consumers and patients, are more and more involved in our health care choices and what they cost. And so consumers are paying attention, and they get these bills that don't square with what they understood they were going to be charged. So, for instance, one example of a complaint is a family that came in from Tennessee. Their child is sick. They need to take them to urgent care. They look online for an urgent care, and they go, and then they get billed for emergent care. And we all know emergency care is care if you're covered by an insurance company that you need to call and let them know. It's um, It gets charged at a higher rate, and it's a significantly more money. Um, and so they filed a complaint and said, look, we did, our, we did our homework. We thought we were at an urgent care, and we got charged for emergent care. So those are the kinds of things that DADCAP takes a look at. Are there, are there misrepresentations? Are people being told one thing and then another thing is happening? The same as you would in any transaction. But I got to tell you, the more that consumers are involved, the more complaints we're getting. Medical billing has come has been in our top five complaints every year um, for the last I don't know five years now. Sometimes hovering in the top three because you know how we release our top ten complaints for sure. the previous year. Sure. So it's a big issue uh, for Wisconsin consumers, and DadCap has a great uh, hotline that folks can call. A lot of times it's a miscommunication. A lot of times there's just a misunderstanding and we can help mediate that. But sometimes there's an issue and, and, and we can get to the bottom of it. But, you know, what folks should do is review those bills as they arrive. You are responsible for paying them, even with medical insurance. But if you're having difficulty understanding your charges that are summarized in the bill, request an itemized bill and give the state a call and see if we can't help you out. Well, and some, you're right. Sometimes it's oops. And sometimes it's oops that goes unchecked and you pay that gigantic bill when you didn't have to. So, wow, your sage advice, check your bill before you simply accept it and pay it grumpily. Exactly. Might be wrong. You know, it's like any transaction. You need to do your homework and pay attention. And as these bills pile up and get expensive, particularly as some of us get older in life. <laughs> hey, cut that <laughs> out. the doctor more. <laughs> Luckily, I'll be way ahead of you all the time. So... Uh, if that works, if, if that works. Uh, um, cryptocurrency, that's Bitcoin, right? We've heard an awful lot about that. And in uh, D.C., they're uh, trying to figure out a way to, uh, uh, to to tax it so that if you're doing business with Bitcoin, you still have to pay the government uh, their fair or unfair share. How is the crypto scam working? Right. So Bitcoin is one form of cryptocurrency. You're right. And and government is trying to tax it. We're trying to figure out how to keep people from getting scammed. I mean, it is the latest and greatest. It's been around for a while now, but it's taken a real front stage as more celebrities are getting involved. Many probably heard about the Elon Musk issue around cryptocurrency. And it's really um, enticing to the younger uh, consumers out there. So FTC recently issued a report 
that since October of 2020, nearly 7,000 people have reported total losses of $80 million related to cryptocurrency fraud. 80 million since October 2020. Interestingly enough, about 35 million of that is from 20 to 30-year-olds, so really targeting that younger group. And here's what's happening. Just like we see in a lot of places, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, economic boom areas, when there's a lot of happening, you're going to see scammers. So we're going to see fake websites, fake cryptocurrencies, where people are trying to get you to to invest, and in fact, it doesn't exist, and they're just going to steal your money. Um, you're seeing giveaway scams appearing to be sponsored by celebrities or other known figures, um, and these promise to give you immediately multi- multiply your, your winnings um, for your investment. That's yeah. often the scam. Um, and then we're actually seeing this in online dating. You're online, you've met somebody. You know, we often talk about the romance scams. Well, it's got this twist now. It's trying to encourage you to invest in the latest cryptocurrency. Man, so oh, man. Just like anything, you need to do your homework. Another really good reason to keep paper money around the old-fashioned way <clears throat> for us old guys who are less likely to pay with a tap of your phone. Uh, Laura Sutherland, it is always a pleasure We could go on and on and on. I appreciate you spending time with us this morning from Consumer Protection. And if you've got questions of your own, you are welcome to go to their website, D-A-T-C-P, hotline at wi.gov. Thanks very much, Laura. Have a wonderful scam-free day.